Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. My name is Mark. That voice you just heard is in person once again. Hello. Miles. How you doing, Miles? We already talked off mic, but... Yeah, I already told you. IRL Miles. We're also joined by that voice. That is Jackie. IRL Jackie. Yes. Well, you've always been IRL to me. Not to me, though. We've never been IRL to our listeners. Unless any of them live in our attic. I actually only see Mark usually. That's I only true. hear your voice. I'm, I'm never on the video. That's true. You could have been very badly burned and he'd have I no idea. I see Mark's mm. face and sometimes his crotch when he lowers the laptop. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I tilt it down. That's good. And I, I hold a zucchini there to prank Miles. <laughs> uh, this is a podcast about anime, ordinarily about JoJo's bizarre adventure, but we're all caught up on JoJo's. And you can find all of our episodes on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever. I don't know. You could throw it into a Dropbox or something and then... Send that link to people if you want. I'd prefer you didn't. But anyway, this week, we're going to be talking about a different anime. We're watching even more Legend of the Galactic Heroes this week. Rather, we're talking about it. We already watched it. That'd be weird to record this before watching it. But we watched episodes four, five, and six of the main Legend of the Galactic Heroes series. Out of how many? How many total are there? Uh, One bajillion. Uh, Let me look. I think it's like 110 per season. Yeah. It's like 110. That's a lot of episodes. Wow. But overall, because there's like multiple series, I think it's like 200. Wow. Something insane like that. Wow. Um, but yeah, this is not like they've rebooted it or tried different adaptations of it. Yeah, there's a series on Crunchyroll. That's that's Dinoya Taisa or whatever, the new thesis. I guess. Um, but yeah, episodes four, five, and six are what are going to be talked about today. Um, and these are courtesy of a Patreon pick, a Patreon and patrons pick, sponsored pick. Basically, one of our listeners went to patreon.com slash jjbpod and said they should watch even more Legend of the Galactic Heroes. Who was it? And they did a one-time pledge. You don't have to make a monthly commitment. Just a one-time pledge of 15 bucks lets you tell us what anime to do an episode on. Uh, and this was sponsored by Kasun. Yes. Kasun is our secret Galactic Heroes benefactor. Enthusiast. Yes. Not so secret enthusiast now, I guess. Mm. Because, um, yeah, we started with the prequel movie, and then we did an episode on one, two, and three, and now we're doing these, and these episodes came out in 1989, well, I was gonna. It's hard not to hear um, Public Enemy yelling that number. Uh, but before we get into all of these episodes, we need to first get into our. I don't. I don't have it. I don't know. I, after last week, you'd think I'd set a precedent. Our Galactic Hellos. Our Fezon folder. I like Galactic Hellos, actually, instead okay. of Galactic Heroes. We're going to take some yeah, Galactic Hellos, which what I mean is we're going to read emails that were sent to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. Got a bunch of bullshit promo emails from Patreon and Spotify. I don't care about Mark Cuban. I don't care. It's a no for me. <laughs> is that what he says? Is that the line? I don't. I don't watch Shark Tank. I hate that shit. I think... I don't know if he's one of them says that at least one of them. Oh, for, no, they say for this reason, I'm a no. Oh, or, yeah. I'm out. I'm, out. I'm yeah. out. Yeah. 
Uh, Miles, why don't you read the one email we got from Martin? Martin! Okay, this email's from Martin, okay? Mm-hmm. And the subject line's, hello once again. Hello, JJB Pod. Long time since I last wrote in. Congratulations on your baby. Hope you mean babies. Okay. I have a baby too. I think think he's written in since you had your son. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I've been busy with my third year of university and finishing up with my bachelor's degree. Yay. I promised my girlfriend that I wouldn't get baby fever, but the increase of baby talk is making it really hard. Talking about his dick. (laughs) Sort of fell out of love with JoJo and podcasts for a while, but I started catching up with both again recently. Not fully caught up with your coverage of Stone Ocean, but it has been fun hearing your confusion about the latter half of the season. Instead of JoJo, I decided to read the whole of One Piece last summer and got caught up to the most recent chapter after three months. Such an amazing series. The recent episodes of One Piece have also slapped with the adaptation of the manga. Manga. I'm excited to see the upcoming episodes. I've been also reading Jojo Lands, and I really love the new Jojo. P.S. Every time I close my eyes, I go to sleep because I'm really tired all the time. Aw. P.P.S. Horny. Hell yes. Yes. Well, Martin, if you're worried about being sleepy all the time, I do recommend you have a baby as soon as possible. Yeah. Mm. That'll help you feel real well-rested. But yeah, thanks for saying congratulations. Thanks for writing in once again. Congrats on doing school stuff and having a girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice brag. <laughs> He's like, my girlfriend. I have a girlfriend. Way to sneak that in. Yeah. Apparently, if you start reading One Piece, you just get sucked into it. It's, mm. It just seems like it pulls you in. I haven't done it yet. Yeah. We watched the first episode of the anime. Uh-huh. It's, it's cute. Fun. It's cute. It's okay. it, But it's like very like kitty. Yeah. Not the most kitty anime I've ever seen, mind you, but it's got like very silly cartoon sort of like. And then they whapped the bad lady so hard and she fell right on her minions. And, you know, Aww. there's these. Bit, but, like, it's hard not to like Luffy. He is funny and stupid yeah, uh, and simple. And, you know, it's fun to think about setting out on a pirate oh, adventure. Know, he reminds me of Donal from... Uh, Donal? Yeah, from uh, Fire Emblem. Not the one that you've played, Mark. The one, the one, that, the, the one before that where you can, like, breed them. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't think you're supposed to use that word about people. You 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 kind of party up the ones that you want to have babies and then you go when in the future timeline. What, you what system was the this babies. on though? What, what what system did you play it on? The GameCube? D- uh, DS Lite. Oh. That's such a cool idea. It's like like breeding people. No. <laughs> Is it like to get the perfect person? I get it. Yeah, basically. It's like Pokemon breeding. You get rid of the impurities. No, no, no. It's, Don't talk about that. Well, <laughs> the 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 resulting child, I think, is better than the parents for sure. It's like they, they I think they take the stronger traits of both. Yeah, not so that's not why, true like, with our child, by the way. So it's like you want to pair <laughs> up ones that are good. I don't know. I don't remember. I just, I just, I like. I think I ignored any kind of like stats that i could have i I just like was like oh i think that they would make a cute couple you know or she's 13 so i'm gonna try to pair her with another child because otherwise it would be weird (laughs) that's good it's not weird that she's 13 and being paired up already (laughs) yeah well you know it's like it's like they they reach a certain level of their relationship and then you meet their child their future child you know 
Right. Okay. okay. It's not like they're having a child at 13. It's you just meet their future child in a future timeline. All right. Miles, I've decided actually thinking about it, you should just read JoJo Part 7. Don't read One Piece. Just How read. do I read JoJo Part 7? Uh, I'll help you out. It might be <laughs> it might be on official apps, but otherwise, okay. we'll figure it out. You got a plug? Oh, yeah. I know a guy. Uh, it was Awakening, Fire Emblem Awakening, in case anybody uh, wants to play. Fire Emblem Sexual Awakening. Anyway, Donal reminds me of uh, Luffy. Because he's just like a simpleton who's strong? He is a simpleton. He's just like a nice... I mean, he doesn't, I don't know. It's just kind of the vibe. Oh, I see. He's just like a little, oh, is he the dumbass with the pot on his head? He does have a pot on, a pot on his head. And he's like, never... a, he's just like a nice little country boy. Yeah, I like him. I've never met a man with a pot on his head and thought, what a smart fellow. But he, he's just like charming. He's just like a, just like a cutie. His name is Donald. Okay. Anyway. Uh, Thanks, com- Martin. Common young man who likes plowing fields. So he's not a pirate. But anyway, same vibe, I okay. think. Again, if you want to email us about anime that we've watched, will watch, or you think we should watch, you can write to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. Jojo's Bizarre Pod on my head. You can also uh, tweet to us if, if your Twitter works. We are at Pod. And folks, I mentioned it earlier, but we have a Patreon. If you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash jjbpod and help us out for as little as $1 a month. That gets you access to the Patreon feed, which includes the occasional bit of extra content, maybe audio that was cut from the main pod feed, as well as Miles' weekly cultural reference newsletter. Yeah, we'll see. For $3 a month, you get access to that same benefit, but we will also thank you out loud on the podcast, sometimes in person. Like this. How about we just we say a random one, and we try to remember whether we've oh. said it already. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, I'm not gonna write it down. I thought about writing it down. Right. Do you, wait, you really want to do that? Okay. I mean, if you want. Wait, I, I want to make sure that I have them at least in all here. There's twenty. Uh, okay, twenty. Got it. Should we count? No, we don't want people to know how many there are. Although they will know. Well, they will. By the way, the easy way to do that, Miles, is just to check them off oh good idea okay let's do that <laughs> okay <laughs> okay what's the order uh do we set an order oh you just jump you in just want to start shouting. <laughs> no we shouldn't shout we should let's 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 keep it in order so that we don't try to yell over each other we'll go miles then okay. me then jackie okay. okay so thank you mirror man i love jojo Ooh, ooh. tim uh dalton <laughs> austin Soliloquy. Clit Rocket. Kasoon. Matt. Oh, fuck. Hentai Homie. Shun. Jumbo. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Christian. Martin. Uh, Nocturnal. Bloof. Lord Zendar. Did we do that already? Katie? Did we do Katie? Uh, I don't know. Kasoon. <laughs> did we do Kasoon? Yeah, we did. I haven't been able to keep up. You're that. the first yeah. repeat. Are you checking them off? I'm checking off mine and the occasional one of yours. I've I checked off three, so I have no idea anymore. Daniel. Uh, and Chad. Did we do Austin? Yeah, I did. Okay. Do we do Christian? We did now. Yeah, we did do Christian. 
and Chad. And, and Chad. Chad. Yeah, we got them all, I think. We have five Chads now. If we didn't get you... <laughs> Sorry. Did we get Shun? We get Shun? Yeah. I think we did okay. get Shun. And Shun. Well, that um, worked really well. Mark, are you, you're going to edit this. It's going to be really hard for I you I think to I'm going to leave it in, no. Oh, no. It's Because otherwise, why did we do that? People because will at least to, just to randomize why it. we did it. Just to randomize yes. it. Well, because as soon as you guys started, I realized that I would have to edit out every, uh, while you guys looked. You go, uh, Matt. Uh, well, you're gonna you're gonna remove stuff. the pauses though right you're gonna remove the pauses no leave them i will see what i find funny they sound dumb i'll oh see what God. makes everyone else sound dumb all right that was hard because we couldn't find everybody we couldn't we couldn't do it next time miles is here in person we, we should people. print out the names and then rip like make there them little go. strips and put them in a hat we should, yeah <laughs> we'll put them up on a, a target on your wall and we'll fire a gun at them Ooh. a real gun yeah <laughs> Real I don't gun. think our baby will be able to sleep through that. <laughs> Just like throw a dart at it. Uh, and again, as previously mentioned, uh, for a one time, you don't have to actually commit. You can actually turn it on then off. If you just throw $15 at our face, at our collective G-string, uh, we will make a podcast episode about the anime of your choice. About you. Not about you. <laughs> uh, Unless you're an anime character. If you're an anime character, write in. And the uh, the episode will either be about three episodes of the anime in question or uh, a short movie. You know, nothing over 90 minutes, please. Or you can keep throwing money at us and we'll watch the same show for three episodes. <laughs> we'll just keep going. And, and we reserve the right to go, Don, man, we're not doing that. True. Yeah. We reserve the right. Your but, money's no good here. But we haven't really done we're that not gonna yet. Ro- we're not going to watch all of Moomins. We have, I would watch more Moomins. I would watch more Moomins, too. But we have watched entire series before. We've watched, I think the most is like 12 episodes. But like short ones, yeah. We're yeah. not going to, I mean, we're not going to do all 100 something episodes of the Galactic Heroes. At some point we have to stop. Yeah. I do like the show though. I do like the show as well. Uh, so again, patreon.com slash jjbpod. Yeah. Is how to either support us, get your name read, or get your episode made. By three professionals in quotation marks. Um. All right. Legends of the Galactic Heroes, four, five, and six. Again, this is a late '80s OVA series, but you might hear OVA and think, "Oh, like three episodes." No, idiot. This ran forever. Uh, it's based on novels that came out in Japan in the '80s about. Uh, sort of a futuristic war between a big galactic empire and the Free Planets Alliance. Both of them are dicks, uh, and it's it's kind of a seinen series, even though it you know is not a manga, which is typically classified that way. But it's it's definitely not a kiddie show, mm-hmm. and has you know emphasis on interpersonal relationships. There's a lot of talking, which I like. Yeah, Pol- this is a dad show. Politics. A lot of characters. Maneuvers in war, but not showing you the spaceship darting around. More like big picture stuff. Mm-hmm. A yeah. lot of mutual respect. Do you think this is a, a, sh- uh, a show for people who like playing Civilization? Yeah, yeah. definitely. It's yeah. definitely All for... Right, s- see you guys later. <laughs> more for Civ, Civ heads than it is for like Dark Souls people or something. Although Dark Souls is also maybe a little bit of a dad game. I don't know. I think it is. It's not Devil May Cry. Also good. Anyway. Nice to be here in the stew, by the way. What's the stew? Or the studio. 
Oh, this is our bedroom. The JoJo's <laughs> Bizarre Podcast Studio. Yeah, do you like the neon lights, the neon signs? Yeah. Say JoJo's on air. Thanks for keeping my parking spot open. No problem. <laughs> we kicked out uh, that handicapped person. Oh, when are we eating that chocolate? I've got it. I don't think we'll have time to film it tonight. Okay. Maybe uh, next time. Mark, remember. We'll throw it on the grill. Oh, no. We'll grill. <laughs> we'll try to figure out which chocolate embers was originally which. Um... Yikes. We won't do that. But yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll figure it out. How old is the chocolate? <laughs> a year. No. Does it go chocolate doesn't go it never goes bad, right? So here's the thing about this chocolate. I explained this on the pod, but I ordered it from Japan uh-huh. through a proxy. It went to the proxy warehouse and then like weeks later they were like, Hey, did you still want this? It's been sitting at the proxy and you have to confirm you're gonna pay the shipping. And I was like, Did they ever tell me? They did not. So mm. it sat in the proxy warehouse and then I paid. And so I have to think that I didn't like pay extra for refrigerated. I don't know what their policies are. Mm-hmm. So part of me wonders if it just completely melted. Do we know where the warehouse is? No. Okay. Are, are we gonna are we at risk here? We're not at risk, no. Okay. It would just be gross if anything. Okay. Uh I'm not a doctor. It'll it'll still taste whatever it's supposed to taste like. The shape <laughs> I the shape I might just know. be weird. I don't know if that's entirely true either. I think I'm going to taste this chocolate. I don't know if I'll I'll really chew it. And <laughs> I It's probably fine. I mean, think about it. When you get chocolate at a grocery store, mm-hmm. they're not refrigerating that either. Who knows oh, how long that's, that's good, on a that's thing. That's a good point, Mark. But I just know that this, I don't know. I feel like it was probably in a warehouse where they're expecting like plushy toys from Japan to sit forever. Mm. Yeah. Not so much chocolate, but it's probably fine. Okay. Doctors, write in and tell me if I'm right. I'm eating it anyway. The human body can withstand a lot, and I don't think you can get worms from chocolate. Okay. Anyway, this is the last episode of this podcast before we all die of whatever. Uh, so yeah, episodes four, five, and six, if you don't know where we left off, it's like Reinhardt's story, the Empire guy... I don't know that he wasn't in like a cliffhanger spot at the end of episode three. No, he three. had just won a great victory. Yes, the Battle of Astarte. Right. Uh, Wenli was the one who was more of a, a cliffhang mm-hmm. because they were like, you have to go assault this big fortress with a smaller fleet than usual. They give him an impossible task and... And we don't like you. And then we don't, they don't, we don't hear about it for the next two episodes, which, because we only focus on um, Reinhardt. Reinhard. Yeah, four yeah. and five is all about reinhardt and his uh and his past his and his little friend by the way the redhead the redhead episode four like when we started it i was kind of like i don't know isn't this show kind of boring you know that was my first thing where i was like i don't know if i can do this because i'm also tired when i'm tired i have trouble paying attention i'm like more impatient but then that guy von oberstein came up and his eyes flashed and he was like i have prosthetic implants because i was born without eyes and they talk about like the inferior genes act and i was yes. like oh i'm on board <laughs> inferior genes exclusion act i was like oh right this is like an adult show with interesting like what if sci-fi mm-hmm. thingamajigs you know and the more you learn about the empire the more troubling it is but both sides seem pretty like there's problems yeah i don't like that the free planets alliance symbol is the chrysler logo i think that's very troubling mm. um you don't like american cars uh well i used to drive a dodge caravan so i'm actually entitled to mock that logo considering i flew it for years wait so that guy why it was it, it, 
he wasn't executed for having been born. Because he was no born eyes. under a different king. He was born like a little later. Right. Yes. He was saying if I was born under this uh, dynasty, I would have been. Uh, well, wait, was he born later or earlier? You know what I mean? Like, is it is I don't that the policy said, of the current? Probably not the policy of the current. No, he was. Then, he was. Then they would have just killed him. Probably late enough to not be dead. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it makes sense. Great. Uh, and then they give a flashback. They show a flashback uh, where their kid, um, Reinhardt and Sig, is it Siegfried? Siegfried, yeah. Mm-hmm. Our, Siegfried, the little redheaded boy. Our our friend, our neighbors, the boy next door. Yeah, it's funny that they're nobles. But they have like a fence, and they share. Yeah, their houses are very close together, considering how well off they are. I, are they well off? I didn't think that they were based I, on may, the background. Yeah, maybe the noble is just like a class. Of I people. think Siegfried is not a noble, which is why it's like a big deal when he gets promoted to to vice admiral later. And I, they said Reinhard is like his family is a little bit disgraced. I think the only reason why Reinhard is fancy is because of his sister. Because his sister got yeah. like kind of married off or whatever, whatever they did to her. Yeah, I think they have a good name, but they don't actually have a lot of money, which is well, why mm-hmm. they have to sell off his sister. Yeah, the red. Well, the redhead family, the Siegfried Kierkeis says, uh, his dad says, like they're a destitute noble family. Right. He calls them bimbo, which is Japanese Aww. for like hobo. Aww. And it's it, yes, in real life it is sad, but I do think bimbo is a funny word. It is bimbo. It's like bimbo. Also, funny word, uh, kaka. Okay, which which means what? It means like your highness, your excellency. Uh I wrote down what it technically means. Uh, It is used to address non-royal heads of state and other high-ranking government officials. Like a president. uh, But I don't know if it's as, I I think that has its own title, president. This is like if you were the UN secretary general. Okay. But it's an honorific. Okay. Like for Lord, you would say dono, mm-hmm. which they do say here a few times. But if you didn't know, caca sounds similar to caca, which is Spanish. I think people say it in English too. They do, and I hate it. It's just poop. It just, caca means poop. Wait, wait, do people say it in English, Miles? Do people say caca for, for poop? I think a little bit, not that okay. much. I think it came it's from- either It's either in Spanish you can say caca or you can say popo. This is like when you're talking to a baby. Popo is one this, of the ice climbers. This is like you're talking to a baby. I yeah. think you would say mierda if you're if you're like an adult. That means <laughs> shit. There's a Brazilian soccer player, and they all many of them go by their nicknames, and his nickname is Kaka because oh. it's what his like little cousin called him. Aww. So that's just like the name on his jersey. That's crazy. Okay. Crazy. I guess it doesn't mean that in in Portuguese. Uh, oh, I think it does. <laughs> What I like about these flashback scenes is a Reinhardt almost seems like if Dio were nicer in 1800s Jojo. Yeah, but I still got very sociopathy vibes. He just, the way he beat up that bully. Yeah, well, I think the idea is that he's like he's like poor and scrappy, and he knows he has to fight even harder. Yeah. Um, I didn't think of the Dio comparison. That's just like the one. little blonde boy who has to be violent. I kind of think he'll end up being. Evil. You think he'll turn? Yeah. Ooh. Who? Which one? Reinhard. Blonde oh. Reinhard. I also thought that their heads were too big. They looked like as kids. Yeah, they looked like they took just like the animation of like like the the cells of their adults' head and just put them on little boy bodies. 
Okay, I had a dream uh, huh? that my son was an adult, but I don't know what he looked like as an adult, so he just looked like he is now as a toddler with like a giant <laughs> head, but an adult, you know what I mean? Like his proportions were still toddlery. Oh. That's sad. Yeah. I don't but like yeah, that. I guess he looked like these children. I, uh, when I was a kid, like in middle school or high school or whatever, if we would talk about when we were like six or five, I couldn't not picture our then current faces. So mm. I would just picture mm. these like teenage faces on little bodies. I've I don't know if I can now. Same face, so. Yeah, that's kind of true. <laughs> um, yeah, so four is like a lot of it is sort of explaining why Siegfried and Reinhard are close. Uh, so it does this, it, the flashback kind of implies that Siegfried is, Light has a crush on Anna Anne Rose. Anne Rose, who's the sister of Yeah, I got uh, that vibe too. Yeah. It's very funny when she she comes out and says something to him when when they're first meeting each other over the fence. She says something to Siegfried, like, please, please be nice to my little brother. Please take care of him or whatever. Please take care. And Siegfried goes, Yes, and then runs into the house. Yeah. <laughs> because he's like awkward, embarrassed, he's whatever. He's like, this girl spoke to me. <laughs> to talk to a girl. Or maybe he got a little boner and had to run and hide it. Yeah, she's a babe. Okay. Uh, she's a pretty lady. Maybe. By the way, she's voiced by a voice actress, Keiko Han, who was Queen Beryl in Sailor Moon. Oh, nice. thanks, Chad. Uh, What? He probably did tell us that the first time we watched this. But also, that voice actress is a big fortune teller of Western astrology. She got big into oh. Western fortune telling, the Zodiac and stuff. So it was big enough to be on her Wikipedia article anyway. Oh. So. What's going to happen to me? Uh, I'm, I'm not her. I couldn't I'm tell you. I'm a Scorpio. Uh-huh. So's our baby. We'll probably end up having the same life. <laughs> I hope Okay, okay, I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, Scorpio, I only know, I think the only member of Grandmaster Flash's Furious Five, I think the only one whose Zodiac I know is Scorpio, but I think they all rap about their Zodiac signs. Oh, that's nice. But the song Scorpio, if I recall, is good. Just I'll, FYI. I'll check it out. That's how much they had to rap about back then. They were like, well, we don't want to brag about drugs or, or drinking or anything. So, And we did a little bit of like, hey, here's all this crime happening. So now, yeah. I don't know. We're having a great time at this party. Yeah. I'm a Scorpio. That's it. Cocaine is cool, but it will kill you. Yeah, those are all the rap subjects. Those are all the Grandmaster Flash raps I know about. So anyways. So don't do it. Um, don't, don't, don't do it. <laughs> Uh, so what happens? Baby. Oh yeah, so so in the flashback, he um, Reinhardt is like, I want to go rescue my sister. So he gets a blaster, which is a gun. Right, yeah, because Reinhardt's sister gets kind of like forcefully adopted to be part of the kingdom, but she, maybe is she, is she married off or is it just her. like? Is it? I was wondering if it was a sex thing. So oh. it, he, according to she the, seems to have a noble position, but there are there are yeah, yeah doggy style. There <laughs> are instances of of like highly respected uh, concubines or whatever. So according to Guineapedia, which is like the fan wiki for uh, Legend of Galactic Heroes, they say that Anne Rose is a favorite concubine of Kaiser mm. Friedrich. Oh, she's a concubine. So it is a sex thing. Yeah. Hell well, yeah, like brother. the fancy concubines do more than sex. They're, yeah, that's true. They're like... They rub your back and say, it's okay. They dance. No. They dance. I don't know. What do they do? They, they're like... 
they're like smooth talkers. They're very charming. I think they, they can have kids. Uh, they probably can have kids. They're talented. Like they they can entertain you. Like they play instruments or they sing or Some whatever. Some of them can dunk. I think. <laughs> Is that is that a thing? They they dunk like Mike. <laughs> there was that famous concubine who played for the Grizzlies. Yeah. Um, they like they're like a f- they're fun to have around as people. Is like they're like a they're like a girlfriend. They're the life of the party. They're like a girlfriend, I guess. Yeah. But like, I guess you have many concubines. But that you've like so you paid have, off. Yeah. They get paid off, and like it's a given that you'll have sex. Is what I'm also. Right. You can't say no. Hearing. You're not. Yeah. It's it's, it's kind of it's like up. a girlfriend, but you have a transactional relationship. <laughs> you, you said girlfriend a, already, Jake. A money, money. I know. I'm just saying. I'm. I'm. Uh, no, I'm joking adding, that that all relationships are transactional. Uh, I don't really think that. <laughs> anyway. Uh. So he's yeah. So Reinhard, the blondo's sister, gets taken away by the the royal palace, which they seemingly live. She said she went by choice. They asked for her, and she went by choice. Yeah, but also she probably knew their family was hard for money and they got a sack yeah. of gold coins. But do Now they... she's hard for money, am I right? <laughs> uh, she works hard for the money. Yeah. Do they live <laughs> next to this fucking palace? It didn't seem that far. <laughs> they ran distance. right up the street to it. Yeah, somehow Reinhardt gets a blaster. It's like the, the only reminder that this is in space. Like, because it feels <laughs> like just a bunch of... It looked like just a gun. Uh, it did fire a big laser. It made, True. It made me think of math blasters. Because of the word I blaster, math blaster, yeah, yeah. math good blaster. Shit. It was a PC game. Do you guys you... think that we'd be able to crush math blaster now? Or no, I think I absolutely asses? would. Yeah, no, I couldn't do it. I don't. I wonder if there's levels. If you <laughs> I'm can, too stupid. If you can set like with first math. to third grade, I would like speed run that shit. I would stomp oh on it. Oh my god, I have to look this. But if it goes into like high school math, I'm fucked. Absolutely Is there fucked. like a typing of the dead, but with math? I think that's it. I think it's Math Blaster. Oh, okay. Yeah. Please let this game look. It's from 1983. Get the fuck out of here. Could you make it Maybe harder? Maybe the first one. Maybe it's like, I mean, I would I would probably crush it if it was like for children, but if there was like a setting where you had to type it real fast. Well, define children, in, Jackie. If you have to put in the number really fast, then I may have a problem. But if you give me time, I can solve it. I like that Math Blaster actually worked because if you, on paper, when I was a kid, if you were like, it's a video game that teaches you math, I'd be like, boring, stupid. But no, as but a kid, no, I played fun. it and I was like, this is good. It's fun. But they, and then they do fractions and stuff. It gets like harder. I loved blasting math. It doesn't seem like it's anywhere. I just remember oh, there maybe, was something that, that involved would like number it. munchers. Yeah, when, he, when he's a little older. Maybe. If you can find it. Math blaster mystery. What are we doing? Oh, pre-algebra. I could do pre-algebra. Mm. I could do it. But pre-algebra is kind of algebra, right? I don't know. They're not like, we're going to introduce something that's more than numbers. And you're like, what is it? They say, we can't tell hey, what you. What is pre Is it just like a simple algebra? No, what is, is what it, are you talking is about? Is it just like a simple equation? That's, is it just like X equals X plus three equals seven or whatever? To me, that is algebra at that point. But it's like simple. I'm yeah. only playing math video games from now on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyway. I'm wasting my time. Um, so he gets a math blaster and then he runs to the castle. He's and like, he's, I'm here to crunch the numbers. <laughs> and he sees like... He shoots a four at one of them. He yeah. sees all these fancy people dancing in the palace and having a great, very fancy time. And he's like, what are all the... Why are all these people here, you know, 
having a good time and i freak one of them says that says something like that and the other one is like oh well none of them or anyone in their family goes to war so they just they just get to have a good time they just get to party i mean also to a kid you don't need to know that like yeah you can't just sit around being serious all the time <laughs> sometimes you got a party yeah nobody points out the the hypocrisy of it that they, yes, they're not risking does. anything they catch him and they kind of... He thinks he sees his sister. Oh, right. Dancing, but it's just some other blondie. All yeah. women are the same to this kid. He's <laughs> just like, oh, a blonde. It must be my sister. Um, but th- And they catch him and they... I don't know what they do. They kind of push him to the ground. And they, then, they manage to escape. Uh, yeah. yeah. And the kids, ru- the kids run away. Um, and he's like, I want to be a soldier so that I can get my sister back. Yeah, and it's like weird because 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 if he's a soldier, he can kind of he'll have more status and he'll be able to do something. Well, he's like this blaster isn't enough because I, I I could every time. Also, you're a child. Like, what are you gonna do? You're gonna blast people. You're gonna grab your sister and bring her home, and then what? They're just gonna take her back. The whole build up to this, I was like watching him. I'm like, okay, he's not gonna actually confront anyone because then there's no way that he'd be allowed to rise up in the ranks and stuff. And then he does, and then he does, he, he like goes up and tries to like get his sister's attention, but it's not her. And then he points a gun at someone and then he fires the gun up in the air oh, at a yeah. light. And I was like, how does he end up being like this up and coming admiral? Mm-hmm. He just gets away with it. Yeah. The guards run in with their rifles. Well, it's nepotism. They run into the woods. They keep saying every episode, every, yes. like almost every episode, they talk about how it's nepotism, how his sister is helping him get to his higher position. Which is weird because she's a concubine, but I guess she must be like very powerful still. Yeah, or there, it's a, it's a respected it's a respected position. Look, Jackie, I respect women. Okay, I'm just okay. I'm saying <laughs> they all respect it too. She's like, and yeah. she has the ear of the uh, whoever whoever yeah, she's I don't concubining. Even know who it is. Whoever she's concubining. They show the empire because he's get he gets the emperor because he okay. he's the one who promotes uh, Reinhardt in that little ceremony. Oh, and Reinhardt thinks that he's basically like a joke. That sounds right. He says the emperor's like sitting oh, on the yeah, he says castle of sand or something. His like that. throne lands on sand. Sits on sand. St- stands on sand or something. Yeah. Uh, I think I was zoning out because I love the award ceremony. I love it in Star Wars when they do it at the end of the first one because you're like, look, C three PO's all shiny and nice. Even Chewbacca, everyone's just, it's like a celebration of the characters. And I've decided, I don't know what for, not going into the military, but I would like to march proudly while classical music blares and then you put a bunch of trinkets on my chest. Why do, Why isn't this podcast won an award yet? What the hell would it win? Best, best uh, uh-huh. email puns? We definitely have not gotten that the last year and a half, two years. I don't know when I lost my mojo. <laughs> uh, oh, man. But we're probably, I mean, pretty far down we there. we got to be the best JoJo's podcast. Uh, I would accept the award. I'll put it to you that way. I wouldn't say no to a trinket. Okay. All right. I'm on the Wikipedia for a concubinage. Uh-huh. What do you got? Um, Anything it's, sexy? It's It's basically a girlfriend. It's like it's it's like it's like marriage but not it's uh yeah you you, you can't marry you can't be married and be a concubine like you can't yeah they're mutually exclusive and they tend to have a lower status like if you 
if you have a bunch of concubines, you may have a wife, and your wife has the higher status than the concubines. But the concubines are like it's similar. It's a it's a relationship. Um, it can it can be voluntary voluntary or it can be slavery or as part of slavery. So yeah, I once heard. I think it, I don't remember if I listened to a whole podcast about it. So it, it depends on like oh, it depends on the culture and how they do it, but. Um, yeah, it's just a, it's it's it sounds like it's more like another girlfriend. There was some model or actress that I listened to an interview with where she went to be one of the concubines, or maybe they used a different euphemism for the Sultan of Brunei or Brunei, because mm-hmm. they have a Sultan down there in the Pacific, and he just has bad bitches from all over the world. It's me and my concubine. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It seems what if but like. If you have multiple relationships, don't they all like feel like you should be paying more attention to them? Or could you like delegate one of your higher ups to be like, just submit a form to this guy if you have a complaint that I'm not being attentive <laughs> yeah, enough? Yeah, who does HR for the concubines? Yeah. But that's the thing is you're like, wow, multiple girlfriends. But then they all are like, I, our love languages don't sync up and you have to talk about stuff like that. Like, how come you don't pay attention to me? Why don't we watch the same shows on Netflix? You yeah. know? There's more, probably more money, more problems. There's probably like a lady who's in charge of all the concubines. Uh, madam. Mm, yeah. That's right. Uh, this has been woefully ignorant and we're moving on. So this this kid Siegfried has just been Reinhardt's little patsy his whole life. Yeah. He's got Siegfried a... loves him and his sister. Yeah, but it makes me think he's a dweeb. <laughs> I like that he's Why, loyal. Why? Because he doesn't have his own kind yeah, he of desires. Have his own thing. What yeah. He, what do you want? I think. He, well, I think he smartly figured out like there's something special with this guy, and I'm going to back the right horse. Mm. And I mean, to be honest, Miles, he's been right so far. And in episode six, we do get to see him do his own thing. It is cool to see him do his own thing later. Because yeah, if he was just because I keep looking at him and Reinhardt in like their most common setting, which is Reinhardt sitting in a throne. Yeah. And poor Siegfried standing there next to him. He looks yeah. like such a chump. Yeah, it's true. It's like, what does he do? Does he do anything? He just um, whispers he gets in his a little ear. mat to make it easier on his knees. I hope Ooh. so. Maybe by season three. Uh, but you just know anyone who talks to, to Reinhardt that already doesn't like him, you know they really hate Siegfried. Just him like whispering there. They got little yeah. jokes yeah. to each other. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're so soft-spoken. But it's funny that like they don't like Siegfried and Anne Rose don't like build up a romance. It's just funny that watching a lot of this show, you might think that like Siegfried and Reinhardt have something romantic going on. And mm-hmm. then episode four just quickly is like, oh, his sister asked uh, Reinhardt, asked Siegfried to be his friend. So he loves a woman and that's why he's so close yeah, to sure his male is. friend. Because he's actually crushing on the one girl he met. I don't know. I think the closest he can get is that brother. <laughs> How much older is she than him? She seems a lot older. She's like a an adult. I mean, I hope so. If she's being adopted to, into a concubinehood. Yeah. I would hope so. Let's see. Uh, so she was born 771. And Reinhard was born 776. So it's a five-year difference. Okay. Okay, and I feel how, that. And how old are they in, in that If she's like 18, flashback. then they're like 13. Which okay. makes sense to me. Yeah, okay. Anyway, then the next episode, episode five, is called Castrop Uprising. Not Castro, as my notes app wanted to autocorrect. It's not the Castro Uprising, it's the Castro. Oh, no. Castrop. Yeah, you wish. <laughs> uh, and it 
I don't know. I didn't write a lot of notes for this one. There's a uh, a necklace. There's a bunch some of satellites asshole guy are, who lives on this planet and wears a toga, and he's I, decided to rebel against the yeah, empire. Yeah, I didn't write. I didn't write the names of any of these like the toga people on the planet or yeah, anything like well, that. Because they all get wasted anyway. Yeah. No, so no, they, no, not just the one. <laughs> they all. The one, right? They all look like they're fucking Romans. Um, yeah, they want to cosplay as Romans, and wouldn't you know it? At the end of the road. <laughs> <laughs> There's a special kind of death waiting for you, Caesar. They all yeah. stab the hell out of this guy. Et tu, Brute. I wanted him to say, like, et tu, but he didn't. Yeah. Space et tu. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, 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 I mean, they do kind of do a, like, even, even the, like, even, like, the women are like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, they pick up, like, steak knives. I, I liked reading the description to this. I was like, oh, no, because it was like, so Reinhardt is in task of quelling an uprising. And I was like, no. Like, I pictured... <laughs> something way more like genocidal <laughs> oh no, no but they, yeah they don't make the uprisers sympathetic at all yeah no. they're like these are some privileged shitheads revolting against privileged shitheads and i was like okay yeah crush 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 kill them all yeah the the yeah, premise that, that the main the main leader of them was an asshole the premise is that the the leader that we see is the son of a former finance minister oh that's right he's a nepo baby yes a finance guy embezzled a bunch of funds and then I don't know if he was exiled or fired or what, but he's forced to leave the empire and the empire's like, hey, we're going to take all your money back. But this annoying wannabe Roman kid took that money and bought an insanely, what must be insanely expensive planetary defense system mm-hmm. called... Uh, the necklace. But something necklace. Yeah, the something necklace. I don't know. What is the necklace? Artemis. Artemis necklace. Oh, okay. Um, and so, yeah, he's just like, I can fight the empire because he's this stupid. He's very dumb. By the way, Guineapedia tells you what classical music songs play in each episode. I love all the classical music that plays in each episode. This episode, a lot of Mahler. So if you like what you heard, it might be Mahler. Okay. Mahler Um, for Miles. Miles, Mahler, Ma. (laughs) But anyway, so this whole episode is just... First, the Empire sends a fleet, and it gets wiped out by this magical necklace thing. Yeah. And then they're like, all right, Reinhardt, you do it. And Reinhardt sends Siegfried, mm-hmm. who does some kind of cool plan that I don't get to defeat the necklace. Oh, it's... I don't remember what he does. Basically, he he has a bunch of engineering ships go in front, mm-hmm. and they release a type of like particle called cephal particles mm-hmm. that apparently... like make the artemis necklace explode like it ignites their munitions before Uh, they can fire or something and it's implied later that he heard this from the neutral zone merchants fezon from the fezon guys what's his name kaspersky or something the guy the guys that sold the roman fuckers the necklace in the first place isn't it like rubenstein you you thought it was but to me it sounded more russiany because it was sky or something okay yeah, it was oh, like Rubinsky. Rubinsky, like yeah, which might still be like Russo Jewish. It's fine. I take it in stride. Okay. I I would be proud if they put, uh, you know, um, why am I stuck on one particular actor? If they put like Henry Winkler in that role, I'd be like, yeah, okay. I wouldn't be like, how offensive? How dare you? Are cephal particles real? Let me see here. Well, the link is to another Guineapedia article, so I doubt it. Apparently in the novels, he did not use the Artemis necklace. He just personally led a private fleet, which makes him 
more sympathetic to me than instead in this in this anime, he just is like, oh, I just bought a super expensive toy, and so it does all the work for me. The vibe is—is is this right? He bought it from Fezon. Yes. So Fezon sort of double crossed him. Yes. What a, because what they, a they also sly talk, dealer. They because they they they're kind of considering at this point. They're like, well. We don't. I think they sold it under the justification of we don't want the empire to get too strong because they did just win a big victory at a start. Because they kind of they want things to be on an even keel between so the they alliance. Can keep selling shit to both sides. Right. It is not in their interest to have peace, and they'd rather just have it all be even. But yeah, I don't know why. Maybe maybe Siegfried wasted a bunch of money to maybe he paid Fezon to be like, come on, what'd you do? Okay. Or maybe he knew that it was illegal to sell them the necklace. I don't know. Somehow we get the, the vibe that Siegfried is smart. Yeah. And knew to buy this intelligence and stuff. Uh, but the plan works. Yeah, and they're like, surrender. And he's like, I'll never surrender. And then they everybody just stabs him. Yeah, all of his... Because he says like... Just stab, stab, stab. Just all bunch of different people coming out and stabbing. Siegfried is like... All right, if you guys surrender, I will make sure the empire goes easy on you. We will not execute anybody who rebelled. But and he tells the soldiers not to loot or anything. That's after, but it's just when this this communique goes out, Castrop, who's the the Roman guy, is like, "No, they're lying. They just want to trap me and kill me." And then the problem with that is it makes his other I don't know, the people in his fake Roman headquarters, they also get nervous about it and they're like, "Well, maybe if we kill you or turn you over to them they'll go easy on us and so they all kill him well what sparks it is he tells his main lieutenant oh, yeah. guy he's like if we burn your face we could tell them that you're you're me yeah and he's like fuck you so he's that that's what leads to the first stabbing and then everyone else joins the party seems like it was part of a bigger thing because he also beat somebody to like really badly earlier in the episode and they show a very bruised guy stabbing him true so i think that everyone just thought this guy was an asshole yeah I might have stabbed him too. Yeah. Well, certainly after like two other dudes stab him, I would stab him. I don't think I could be number one. That's really scary. <laughs> yeah. If every yeah, if everyone was stabbing someone, I'd be like, okay. If the and if there was a knife handy, everyone seemed to have a knife pretty handy. Yeah, I liked. Well, and by the way, as soon as they showed the dagger, there's like a dagger on the floor that he like steps near or something. I was like, oh, they're all wearing <laughs> togas. I just saw a knife, so I mm-hmm. knew how it was gonna go. Hell yeah. Um, these three episodes have really shown some powerful ladies in a way. I mean, yeah, Anne Rose does get like, you know, sent off to be a fuck toy or whatever, however you described it. Um, but then you also have in this episode, he kind of appeals to these ladies after he gets stabbed. He's like, he says something to them, but they turn and grab steak knives and then stab him. Mm -hmm. And episode six, we get our, finally our first lady officer. Oh, right. Or I don't know if she's she's a Nepo baby. Everyone yeah. is Nepo. Everyone's a Nepo except baby. Yang, except Yang Wenli himself. Yeah. Yeah. Who is like my favorite character. <laughs> he's he's such a chill bro. <laughs> I, I, he's chill, but he's also down to earth when he's nervous too. He's like, ah. <laughs> ah. There's such an amazing line in episode six. But yeah, episode five is just basically showing that Kirkais can do his own thing. He's smart. He's also merciful though. He's like, anybody that loots or pillages or attacks these people will be executed. Um... He's had this like drunk guy, the, like one of his second in command on this operation. Yeah, is just this a booze hound, <laughs> this beardy fuck who gets drunk and then is honestly being like, "We don't have enough ships, and you know they're not just going to surrender if we do this thing." 
it seems like he's right for a minute, but then once they all stab him, they're like, all right, we voluntarily surrender. So Kirkheis is right. He earns the respect of some people. Uh, and yeah. Oh, yeah, they use the term. They say the Von Kastrop family is ducal. Is that like duke? What the fuck is ducal? Ducal. Up. Uh, yep. Of, like, or relating to a duke or dukedom. Like Duke University. Yeah, if you were like an athlete from Duke, you could be like, he's a ducal athlete. Gotcha. And everyone, everyone would know what you mean. Okay, I'll try that when I get back home. Uh, Do you live near Duke University? Yeah. I don't even know where it is. It's in Durham, North Carolina. It's really okay. <laughs> I, I, I thought this was a, a weird joke about a fucking Indiana school or something. <laughs> anyway. Mark, you're such a jock. I know. I love... Uh, is it football? What is it called? Soccer American? Something. <laughs> uh, so episode six is finally we're talking to the Rebel Alliance. We get back to Yang. Yeah, because we haven't heard from him in these past two episodes. Yeah, which is weird because it was episode three was like, he's the biggest cliffhanger. I don't know. Yeah. Like, now look at these foppish dandy boys as little children running around. Yeah. I love the foppish dandy. <laughs> It is so weird to, to imagine trying to sell this anime to kids who are like, not even kids, like grown men who are into like One Piece and Jujutsu Kaisen and these action heavy right. shows to be like, it's a lot of standing around, and <laughs> yeah. like, but it's very dramatic and you do like people. It's a, it's a lot of like social commentary, I guess, too. I mean, I don't know, maybe not social commentary, but there's a lot of like politics. The I novels it's, it's must not have been boring. really big, right? Yeah. I don't oh, yeah, know. I'm trying right. to remember. They, they might have been light novels. Let me look. Because I can't... Because that's a great point. Like, who is this for? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, me, because it's this is what I like. <laughs> <laughs> I But, I like, how would they sell it to people? You know? Yeah. Like, it's like, it's 110... We need all 110 <laughs> episodes. Uh, well, there's, like, there's a bunch of the novels. I don't remember how many, but... It tells um, the human story of war. I think that's right. my that's my selling... That's my way to describe it. It tells the human story of war because it shows all different people and how it affects people, I guess. But mostly mostly focusing on the commanders. Yeah. It's mostly all- focusing on the commanders and also it it's not like war is good. It's kind of anti-war, I guess, a little I bit. I think it's pretty anti It's like Gundam without Some of the sillier stuff. <laughs> It's Gundam without like the superhuman stuff. It's mm-hmm. Gundam, but you cut out most of the action and you just yes. leave talking. Which, There's no cool big robots to look at. Which, like, I'm sold. Like, that's <laughs> you told that to me, I'd be like, yes, perfect, I'll take it. The, so the first book, Volume One, Dawn, is 304 pages, and looking at the print on like the Look Inside Amazon thing, it's not that it's not that dense, but there are just a bunch of them. I'm gonna check how many. Uh, for you right now. So people must have really liked them. Yeah, I think they did well. Okay. I just guessed. I'm not sure. Uh, let's see how many. Ooh, separate separate Wikipedia article for all the books. So there's... Wait, what? Oh, okay, okay. There's 10 novels Gosh. released between 82 and 87. Ten novels in five years? Yes. And meanwhile, there's also prequels and side stories. Uh, four of those that came out around the same time. What a busy bee. 
Yeah, again, 300 pages each novel. I mean, I don't know I don't know if there's an average novel, but it's not it. I read it and it took me like 3 or 4 attempts. That's a mm. thick ass book. That's what cocaine does to a book. <laughs> Stephen King admits that himself. He did some cocaine? Oh, Stephen King did a lot of cocaine. And apparently Bill Hader was talking about when they made the mo- the movie It, they were like, "What is some of this stuff? Why did you and Stephen King was like, I was on a lot of cocaine. <laughs> and when you read it, you're like, yeah, this is not normal motivation and and um, inception going on here. There's some crazy shit. All right. I got to try that, I guess. No, 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 no. You could be like this guy where you just write, boom, 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 300 pages. Let me think more about what happens in the empire. Boom. Okay. More pages. Yeah, you're right. All right. I won't do cocaine. Thanks, Mark. No problem. But yeah, we're watching, uh, we're talking about like, since they can't really call these seasons, but apparently they, people do informally break the Legend of Galactic Heroes main, quote, OVA, quote, series into parts. They're like about 26 episodes each. Mm-hmm. Um, we unfortunately did not get to watch an episode called The Klopstock Incident, uh, which I like. Oh, and I'm reading what might be spoilers, so I'm going to stop. Yeah, quit it. It's also a bunch of short stories, too. So in this episode, it's when he has to Yang capture, Wenli. yeah, the he has to capture their big empire fortress with a small army, um, small fleet, small fleet, and not the most up to date equipment and stuff. Um, They're capturing the Easterlone Fortress, which is like a crucial point because it's at a choke point in space. They've so never been able to capture it before. They've tried six times yeah. in the past. And if they if they are able to capture this, this means that the Rebel Alliance, the the, the Free Planet Alliance, will be able to go into Empire space and attack them mm-hmm. from like many new vantage points. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like pulling out the cork in a vast wine bottle of space. Yeah, because the Empire has been fighting outside of their own territory, so it's like uh, yeah, a lot of U.S. wars. It's not fail. Most of them. <laughs> In recent years, all of them in recent yeah. years, where we just go, we'll, we'll declare war and then we go over somewhere else and fight and we bomb them and stuff. And but, we deploy little robots to, to indiscriminately. Right. So that's kind of what the Empire is doing. <laughs> uh, no one gets a chance to fight a battle like on the Empire's. To be fair, they did name themselves the Empire. Yeah. So like they should have more power and control. If you want to be the big bad, you got to name yourself Empire. That's why they're so dandyish too. Because nothing bad happens to right, them. Right, because they're like, we're fine. We'll just bomb some other part of space. But we'll, you know, our homes will never be burned to the ground. So yeah. we're fine. No one's going to get through our liquidy Death Star. It's yeah. so liquidy. It's right in the Holland Tunnel of space. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the wet Death Star. It's wet. The wet star? Oh, I don't like that. Yeah. yeah, so Wenli, he's asleep. He gets woken up by Julian, his little boy, uh... Don't say friend. <laughs> his little boy adopted. His ward. His adopted son. <laughs> I think ward is probably an old term, but most adequate. Yeah. And uh, also. Because he doesn't even say later. He's like, there's a 14 year old boy that lives in my house. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, dude, phrase that better. Like what? <laughs> say you have an adopted son. Just, yeah. just admit to my it. Little, my little bro. Um, woken up by Julian and a, a cat. Uh, oh, yeah. A large cat. A large cat. Um, it's Wenley's inauguration. He's late for it. He shows up. He gives a, a speech that's basically like, 
mm, don't die. <laughs> oh no no, it's great because the the president, I think, the, I think the yeah. main guy Trunicht is going on about how like a great sacrifice and you know like you have to lay your lives on the line. And Wenli shows up late and mm-hmm. says like don't worry about dying or like making a sacrifice, like it's good to drink tea today. <laughs> no, he's saying So stay alive. He's like it doesn't matter about like the flag or anything like that. Like your whole the, your our whole motivation is just not dying. Yeah. Yeah. Stay, he, stay alive. But he says something where he's like, it's good to drink tea, but you can only do it when you're alive or something. Yeah, like basically. That. It's yeah. this weird, like I don't yeah. know if that's supposed to be And then people in the audience are like, This guy's weird. <laughs> but one of them says, But he has common sense. Yeah. Which is fair, because you don't need a bunch of generals who don't go fighting to tell you Right. Lay your life on the line. He's just speaking plain. He's like, listen, it's good to be alive, so try to live. Yeah. Um, And then we see a guy is being mean to a waitress. I forget what he says. Oh, she like dirties his clothes. He's a military guy. And he says that's the same as assaulting an officer, I think. As... uh, he says dirtying a uniform is the same as I think assaulting. One no, of us. no, he said it's it's the same word twice. It, it's like disrespecting the an officer is the same as uh, disrespecting the uniform is the same as disrespecting the officer. It wasn't disrespecting, but it was a word like that, like like sullying. Mm. I don't know. Um, and then this other guy Walter comes in, and he is just a big asshole to the guy who was an asshole to the waitress. Um, Which makes him a good guy. Yes. Because he does yeah. point out, he's like, there's nothing more pathetic than an old man picking a fight with a young girl or something like yeah. that. Which is fair. Uh, and then we learn about Frederica Greenhill, who is joining Wenley's crew. Um, her dad, I don't know who her dad is, but she's like, I'm so-and-so's daughter. And it's like... she, The she, Admiral's daughter. It's the Admiral? Okay. Yeah, which is someone that Wenley knows, but yeah, I don't remember how... Let me see here. He so they keep referring to Wenli as the hero of something, and what that was was apparently the planet that this girl lived on needed to be evacuated, and Wang play, Yang played a big role in that, and yes. she remembers what a hero he was. And it was funny because she just was like, she's reminiscing to him, and she's like, "Do you remember? I don't know if you remember, but you were." rushing to eat a sandwich and you started to choke on it so i poured you coffee to help you you know swallow it do you remember what you said and he's like no and she says you said i hate coffee i wish this was tea (laughs) which was great he's a real one um so yeah part of his plan is to bring in these guys the guys that confronted the angry old man against the waitress these guys named the rose the knights of the rose the rosenritter which apparently is german for uh, Knights of the Rose or something. Rose Knights. He wants... They're apparently very good but volatile guys. No one feels like they can manage them. Command them, rather. Um, but they're just really good at close combat. And it's like during during the like planning phase, they've already got the Rosenritters there in the room with them. They're like, do you know that... Because they're apparently all like children of or they're like former officers that were exiled from the Empire. I think they're either first gen or they're literally people who are exiled but the problem is a bunch of them did already turn heel (laughs) like nine of them or something insane like a huge amount and so they're like how do we know that these guys aren't going to turn against them and when Lee is like I saw you yell at that old man 
and I like the cut of your jib. And then the Rosenritter guy's like, what are you going to do if if I do betray you? And he's like, I'll be embarrassed. He just says, like, yeah. I'll be sad or something. I'll get mad. Um, And so he, he, you know, seems to kind of win, uh, win them over. Um, I talk. He he also talks about his motivation. His motivation for for like he he would like a oh yeah because they because they ask him they ask him like what do you want like what are you fighting for and he's like to be called sir before I'm thirty and then retire and they're like retire and well I think he said yeah to be sir before I'm thirty should be enough uh-huh. and then he'd like yeah he'd like to retire and they're like that's crazy and he's like like, well, like after this battle I'm gonna retire and they're like what. And he's like, well, if we win this crazy thing, well, I'll, we'll gain military advantage and then we can negotiate peace. Um, and I have a 14-year-old boy living in my house and I don't want him to have to join the battlefield. Yeah. And he says, he talks about that and the Rose Knight guy is like, well, peace is on, you know, might not be forever. And he's like, peace is never forever. There's never been permanent peace. In human history. But he's I'm, like, we I'm might hoping, get a few decades yeah, I'm out of it. Yeah, I'm hoping for a few decades, yeah. And that should be enough. And I think I think the Rose Knight guy likes this, that he's just direct and honest and realistic yeah. about it. I Even like it, too. Even if it is a little naive, since there's so many people who seem to want the war to go forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, know if, I don't know if I would say this out loud in front of so many officers, certainly. I think this is maybe fine to say in confidence to someone you trust. To that one guy who always talks to? Dusty Attenborough? Yes. Yeah, Dusty. No no convos with Dusty this app. No, there were. I think there were. I think he talks to him over the phone when he realizes that Federica Greenhill is coming in. Oh, uh, okay, okay. He's like, hey, what if I got you the statutorian or a salutorian, whatever it is? Statutorian sounds bad. What if I got you the not Vic... The salutatorian. Yeah, I, the salutatorian from whatever. And he's like, oh, that'd be good. And then a girl walks in and I was yeah. like, oh, a lady. Do you think she's bad news? Uh, I don't. I kind of wonder if there if this is a romantic prospect yeah. for Yang Wenli, even though this is sort of weird because she must be much younger than him, and he's he's her direct supervisor. Mm. That's important too. But I feel like in this society, like everyone's at war. Like you might have some weird conflicts of interest. You know, if you can't have romance at work, you can't have it. Plus, everyone's like whoring out to get higher up. You know, you might as well sleep with somebody. Okay. Yeah. There should be more gay sex in this anime. Explicit. Explicitly so. There's there's no explicit sex at all. Yeah. But there's a lot of implicit in my mind. I'm taking notes. <clears throat> that wasn't funny. Um, Let's see. Oh, I love... A line I love is Dusty Attenborough. Yeah, this was a part of their conversation. He says to Yang Wenli, hey, people are saying that your fleet beating Iserlund Fortress is like if a lion were barehandedly beaten to death by a baby still in diapers. And yeah, I must have missed that. That's yeah. Funny. Yang Wenli is like, well, it's kind of true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, yeah, they're kind of right. Um, <laughs> Yang Wenli's so funny. He's great. He's just very he's just very open and honest. And yeah, he's at times chill, but he's also a little bit like, I hope this goes well. Well he keeps <laughs> when he's on his ship, he keeps like delegating stuff and then he just closes his eyes. He does in his chair. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's just like well, one thing they note is like, well, Yang Wang Li's putting a lot of trust in us to like navigate to where they need to navigate. Yeah, and 
and you just see him like the, there are a lot of shots of him just sitting in that captain's chair just going like yeah not snoring but his eyes are not open what we know of him from the prequel movie and the first like episode or two is he's used to he's smart but he's used to being someone who tells like the commander like i think that's a dumb idea mm-hmm. you know he's never and not being listened to right or, or when he is listened to like he's right when he gets the decision made but he's not used to being a person who has to delegate and mm-hmm. command. Uh, I also thought it was interesting uh, when they're going up against the Imperial Army, there's like some general who says like, deploy all the ships. And the guy with the fucked up eyes, Von Oberstein, I think, is like, but we don't know where they are yet. I was mm. thinking like, yeah, if I were in the the like commander's position, it's like, even if that guy makes a good point, you can't listen to him <laughs> in front of people. You, you can't be like, oh shit, you're right. I mean, there probably is a way to do it, but I don't know what it is. If I were a military guy, I'd be like, shut the fuck up, launch all the ships. Because <laughs> if I'm right, people will respect me. And if mm. I'm wrong, they'll say, well, that was chain of command. Yeah. Mm. Um, I thought you were saying you can't listen to him because of his fucked up eyes. <laughs> He does say that his eyes are like, they work as prosthetics, but they are short-lasted. So he has to constantly get his eyes swapped out. Yikes. You have to really trust a guy like that. Because yeah, what if he is a commanding officer and he's like, uh, (laughs) yeah, from these readouts, it looks like they have a lot of ships and we have fewer. And you're like, you can't see. Constantly falling out of his head. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He doesn't know where the fuck he is. You got to like, before you take any commands from him you have to be like can you walk down this hallway please without bumping into shit <laughs> prove to me that you're of sound uh, ability right now no, first they have to spin him oh yeah you got to get because a blind person can walk through a hallway <laughs> you know but you got to spin sure. you got to spin him first well now that we're talking about blind people now it's suddenly mean in the real world i mean a guy with cyber eyes <laughs> okay well <laughs> that's kind of what you're saying ah uh, <laughs> Well, I think if you have cyber eyes, then I'm like, okay, you don't have a disability, but you occasionally run occasionally the risk your eyes of out of your head. <laughs> losing your abilities. You know, it's like if someone had a, a drinking problem and you had what to make sure they weren't on the sauce. About? I don't know. I don't know anymore. But imagine they're rolling all over the spaceship and he's on his hands and knees trying to find them. Oh, the little eyeballs? Mm-hmm. I don't think they actually fall out of his head, Miles. I think they just blink and stop working. <laughs> Maybe it's like C-3PO, though, where you could see when the lights are out, and you're like, oh, no, no he's off. No, I think it's like a, a, a tape player, and it, it they eject once they're done. That ta- do tape players <laughs> do that? I don't know. They, like, open up. Or, or, or um, one of those automatic rewinders. Do you ah. remember the videotape rewinders? I heard about them. We never had them. We just had to use this stupid VCR. Oh, it's mm. taken forever. Imagine all you could have gotten done. Maybe my family just paid the fines. I don't. What do you mean it takes forever? You just hit rewind and walk away. <laughs> What are you like? So like, come on, we can't not have a movie playing on the family TV. We have to get a separate device. It's movie night. Let's get it moving. But I've been rewinding for four hours. I don't want to pay Blockbuster 25 cents. By the way, I feel like all Gen Z now or Generation Alpha now, they're all just going to think Blockbuster this, Blockbuster that. That was not the only video chain. And that was not my video chain growing up. It was Tower. Oh, Tower. I forgot they did rentals. Yeah, that's where that's where my family went in we the went, ancient past. I think we went to a place called West Coast Video. That sounds familiar. That was like a small place. It sounds more smutty to me for some reason. Because you think California is the land of sin? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're not wrong. 
Yeah, and there was some other place that I think was a bigger chain, but I we, went, we didn't we, go to Blockbuster. We went to Blockbuster. Well, my family did. All Where American was Jackie? Blockbuster? Well, I don't know. I didn't live near you guys. Off- oh, okay. I'm cutting that out, but <laughs> there was one off. Okay. Yeah, I didn't live near you guys, so I, I went to the one. All right, fine. Yeah, I went anyway. to Tower. Could have walked to it. My parents let me pick one, let my sister and I pick one movie or video game. Wow. It's so weird that I'm into horror movies now because I remember as a kid, I would always go into the horror aisle and I would look at like the covers of the movies and they would like terrify me. And I was Aww. like, I could never watch this. Then you grow up and you're like, this is kind of stupid, except <laughs> these few screens that they took the screenshots of, these are the good moments. And the rest yeah. of the movie's like, whatever. Oh, life. It's bigger. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Miles, did you catch when Wenley gives his like stupid little speech? Did did you see like when the president is like clapping really hard? And He's then pissed. Just, he just like looks over at Wenley like you fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. He looks so mad. It's I I need that as a gif. I also love his name Trunicked. Yeah, it's such a I don't know. There's something you could tell he's a bad guy. It's not. You don't want to be Trunicked. No, not good. I also. I like I keep I keep picturing this as a live action. I do that a lot with like animation. And I feel like have we had a movie, let alone a space movie, where the main character is an Asian dude who's just very charismatic and like, yeah, whatever. You know, just like who do you think plays him? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think the guy who plays Han in Fast and Furious. Oh, uh I don't remember who that is. I mean, the, is the biggest young Asian actor right now is it Simu Liu? I don't know. Mm. Yeah, but he's whatever. He's whatever, says Miles. Um, Who cares about him? I don't know. I haven't seen anything he's in. I saw him on Celebrity Jeopardy and I was like, okay. Hmm. Did he him. win? No. Fuck him. Damn. Um, but yeah, they should make this movie. And he's yeah. the only guy, even even in the, the Free Planets Alliance, he's the only guy with like an Eastern name. Mm. That yeah, I that's think true. Of, which was weird because I thought we'd see a lot of Asian names. But we have Dusty Attenborough and Green Hill. Mm-hmm. And that African guy whose name we made fun of, Sithole. Mm. Who's the guy who tells him, like, go get killed, basically. Right. Um, yeah, this show is good. It took me a second to, to get back in the saddle. But uh, it's fun. I love the ending theme. Again, I wish I was on, like, an... Exp- I, I don't know. I'd like to die on like an exploding battleship and I'm just standing on the front of it seeing everybody else all my like other soldiers like dying exploding in their ships and this song is playing I think that'd be a cool way to go out okay don't you guys that's how you want to go I mean that is a pretty cool way to go yeah I mean yeah you're right what's better than that being crushed to death at the bottom of the ocean I I want to get stabbed by everyone who thought I was (laughs) friends with yeah especially (laughs) Especially if you're like, I'm the, I'm like a Caligula and I just live a life of pleasure. And then you're yeah. like, you all hate me? You fall down what? the stairs full of knives. Yeah, there's a lot of cool ways to die in this, in this show. That's some of like the most action you see is just a guy getting crushed to death as he drops a 3D photo of his girlfriend. We need a Patreon tier to let people stab me. <laughs> some people may have already met the threshold. Just let all the $1 tiers stab you. Oh my God. <laughs> They would just end up stabbing each other's hands. There'd be so many people. Uh, also, by the way, this show really shows that Yoshiyuki is his name. What Tomino, the Gundam guy, he had no excuse to make those stupid names. 
you can be Japanese and know what a Western sounding name should sound like. Mm. Yes, this show gives gives the audience so much more credit. Yeah, it, it like respects me a lot more. This guy, yeah, because I mean, it's it's a novelist, but he's clearly like, okay, how would you say this in German? How do you say Goldwing is German? How, what's what is you know is this a name? Uh, so yeah, Legend of the Galactic Heroes, we uh, we enjoy it, and we're glad to know that. Uh, oh yeah, at the end of six, um, it seems like they had already captured an Imperial ship, and they're using it as a decoy Trojan horse type of maneuver. That's Wenli's big plan. He puts one of those rogue rose knights into a trojan horse and is going to let the empire who seems perfectly dumb enough to accept the uh gamble mm-hmm. um so the show's all about making plans yep making plans having tactical advantage and politicking yeah figuring out how to get promoted good stuff anyway folks again if you want to reach us tell us about your favorite moments episodes novels of legend of the galactic heroes or whatever other how you want to die show. how you'd like to die what do you think is a cool noble way to go out write to jojo's bizarre pod at gmail.com or tweet to at jjb pod you can also hit us up on our discord it's not really our discord we're admins though but it was started by a listener when are we getting on blue sky uh, the link to join that Discord is in the description of this episode. Uh, depending on your pod app, you may have to fucking type it in manually or just look for JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. There can't be that many results on Discord. And let's talk about what we're going to watch next week. What are we going to watch next week? Shrek again? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> next week, we will be watching a show that is maybe still in this current season or it was last season. And it's the same creator as Kaguya-sama. We're watching the first three episodes of Oshinoko. Oshinoko episodes one through three. Uh, I think Miles, we were given a choice and Miles read the premise and went, oh, absolutely, Oshinoko. It's not even close. Mm. I can't wait to remember why I did that. It's an insane <laughs> premise, but uh, I'm into it. Well, tell, tell listeners, what's the premise? I, you know, the thing is, Jackie, you really called my bluff. I didn't have the page open. Oshinoko. Okay, Oshinoko is. It's about a gynecologist. Oh yes, that's why I picked it. Just because it's about a gynecologist. Oh yeah, a gynecologist is supposed to deliver the children of an idol singer that he likes. He's supposed to do it in secret, and there's murder and stuff. Oh my god, it's crazy. This is gonna be. It's gonna be a. It's going to be tough for this not to be pretty problematic, I think. <laughs> yes. Um, but they apparently do, I was finding out from someone who had a small part on the show, they do like a big episode on ego searching that like public figures or celebs do where you Google yourself mm. and how like damaging that can be to your self-esteem. I do that all the time. We're probably not going to get that far. I think it's like episode nine or some shit. But anyway, Oshinoko, you can watch it on Google. How do I watch Oshinoko? Uh, it is available on, looks like High Dive, but Come on, it's pretty big. There's got to be even bigger apps than that. Let's see. What do you have against High Dive? Nothing. It's just not a Crunchyroll. But no, it's High Dive. Yeah. High Dive has Legend of the Galactic Heroes and probably very different anime, Oshinoko. Uh, so we'll talk about that show later on. Patreon.com slash JJBpod if you want to make us watch something. Other than that, folks, don't get stabbed. 
be nice to people because you never know who's going to end up stabbing you to death in front of everyone you know. Right? Yeah, that's good advice. Yeah. They should put that on a fortune cookie. Uh, it's a lot of real estate. Anyway, goodbye. See you later. Jackie, say bye. Bye.